It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top Realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. We're going to kick things off this week with Steve over in Cary. Steve says, I feel like the stock market is going to have a major downfall any day. Do you think the housing market is going to crash or draw back? We're trying to decide if we should rush to sell or if it's okay to keep waiting a while longer since home prices are still going up. Yeah, I mean, I I don't foresee a crash taking place. You know, there was other factors that were in play whenever there was a crash, you know, a good, gosh, what, 10 plus years ago, you know, as far as like lending in that industry. Um, So I don't foresee a crash will take place, but I do think it will eventually level off. And so, you know, there's always that hope of trying to get more and more and more money. But, you know, sometimes you need to remember, you know what, now let's jump instead of waiting too late. And then you've missed that very, you know, top. Also, eventually, there might be a little bit more of short sales and foreclosures that do come into the market, um, especially maybe some like secondary homes, um, just with COVID and where, you know, many people did unfortunately lose their jobs. And so um, there has been some protection there as far as forbearance and whatnot that was helping you know, with paying mortgages and allowing them to push off their payments. But we might see that, you know, some homes do come on the market uh, that, you know, were a case of, you know, a factor uh, from COVID. So something's going to give, and I don't know what it is. Um, I I think maybe an increase in interest rates will really shift, um, and then that will make the buying power not as strong. So um, something's bound to give is not going to continue to go up and up and up. You know, eventually it has to level out. Yeah, not predicting a crash, but can the good no. times roll forever? And that yeah. we know the answer to that it, it question is no. Switch you know. just a tad bit and move a little bit more towards a buyer's market, you know? Yeah, it's a great point. And, uh, and then something that happens in one area of the country may not necessarily follow suit in another area of the country, right? That's that's so true. Um, you know, just even when the crash did take place, you know, you know, a while back, you know, the Raleigh market still stayed strong per se. You know, some people, they did lose money, of course, in their homes, but it wasn't as significant as other states and other areas. So different pockets can be affected, you know, differently. But to answer your question, Steve, at least this is what it sounds like you're saying, Angie, if you're waiting around, uh, the time is probably to stop waiting. Like If, if yeah. you're trying to time things and strike while the iron is hot, it, it's pretty hot right now. So it, It's really, really hot right now. So I would jump on board and take advantage of this, you know, wonderful, amazing market right now. Yeah. Steve, do what we were talking about a couple of minutes ago. Text the word SAVVY to the number 21,000 and find out the value of your home. Uh, you might be surprised at uh, how high that value has increased over the years, and it may motivate you even more to, you know, go ahead and move forward with the sale or may, if it's lower than you expect, um, then might be worth a conversation to have Angie and her team come out and look at it with boots on the ground and, um, you know, talk to you a little bit more about, you know, the value and what the market looks like and future prognosis for your home. They can certainly go more in depth. But as a starting point, feel free to text the word SAVVY to the number 21,000 if you have any questions about real estate or want to find out the value of your home. Uh, You can find that out in just a few clicks of a button, Steve. Great question. Uh, Bill over in Clayton says, what kind of services do you offer to people who are interested in flipping houses? 
Yeah. So, I mean, we have some amazing contacts, you know, here in our industry. Um, first of all, you know, just the guidance and expertise that we can give you and educate you on as far as, you know, great locations and property to buy, you know, which homes are really a steal. You know, whenever it comes to flips, you want to make sure that you're buying low, of course, um, and then you can improve them and then make, you know, a hefty profit. So we can definitely give you that guidance in regards to finding some amazing properties here in the area. You know, I'll be very transparent when it comes to buying properties right now and finding those steals and those flips, you know, they're minimal, right? You know, they're not popping up every single day. And if they are, they are going for a pretty decent price point. So um, I would say the opportunities are not there like they were in the past, but they still do exist. Um, but beyond that, of course, we have amazing vendor contacts. You know, we have uh, contractors, you know, as far as uh, general license contractors, we have painters, we have people for flooring, um, electricians, plumbers. So we have everyone that you need in order to take you through that process of helping and guiding you with flipping the home. Um, and then whenever you're completed with flipping, of course, we have a professional stager, we have virtual staging, we have a professional photographer. We can get that home right back on the market and get it sold for you. So everything you need pretty much, Bill, too. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. That was o- long Other than your own elbow <laughs> grease to uh, to flip the home, right? Like I yeah, guess yeah. You're, you're not getting out there with the hammer and the, uh, and the screwdriver, right? Yeah, Angie? no, that home would probably crumble. You don't want that. But Bill, assuming that maybe you've got those skills or somebody you're working with or know has those skills, then all of the other parts of the process, Angie can certainly help you with as well as that guidance over, hey, look, the market right now, eh, those flipping opportunities are less abundant than they used to be. Sometimes, Angie, your guidance um, is most valuable to say no or to bring up the problems or issues somebody would face and kind of not be that the, the, the yes man, so to speak, you, you, your job sometimes is to not be that and to say, push back a little bit and say, well, you know, is this the right opportunity, Bill? If you're truly interested in flipping this home, maybe this one isn't the best or, you know, look at, look at this opportunity over here that you may not have thought about. That's yeah. probably where your expertise becomes really valuable uh, in those 100%. situations. Yeah. I was actually helping one of our agents um, actually last week and they had a potential flip opportunity that they wanted to share, you know, with a client or actually I think a client brought it to their attention, but very quickly we like, okay, this home sits, I mean, right beside a school, right beside it. There was, it was also on a main, main road. You know, there was just so many factors that went into it that although it looked like a steal, maybe a great opportunity to flip, there were a lot of negative, you know, I guess, you know, kickbacks that were coming along with it that could really hurt as far as resale goes. So it's like, yeah, you could buy, you're buying low, you could flip it. But how many buyers would really jump on that opportunity to purchase once we're done with it just because of its overall location? So, you know, we are the eyes, we're, we're the guidance that you need. Um, also, we're, we're quick to tell you no. I, we'd rather tell you no and protect you versus just telling you yes. Um, and so we're that person, that advocate for you as well. We're going to hop over to Holly Springs to get our next one from Amberly. And by the way, if you want to submit a question to be featured on the show, you can go to acolerealty.com and submit questions to Angie's website. Uh, we live on a really busy street, says Amberly. It's a great house, but I feel like that's going to hurt us when we resell because it's kind of noisy. Do you have any ideas how to make such a property more attractive to buyers? Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't want you, first of all, to invest too much money, again, when it comes to selling a home, but um, a lot of times screening the road by, you know, trees, something like cypress trees, which grow really, really fast, can really um, break down the sound. It becomes almost like a sound barrier, so that can be a great idea. Also, other things like maybe a water feature, you know, something that will create just a light kind of 
what's it, what's a sound? Almost like a sound machine, right? Kind of drone out that noise. But honestly, you know, I personally, I've in two of my homes, I've backed up to very, very busy streets. And I think it's something you just become like accustomed to, and it doesn't bother us at all. You know, for us, the home, we loved it. That was more important than the actual location. And honestly, we would rather back up to a street versus backing up to a neighbor. Um, So, but yeah, some ideas I would say, maybe some nice watering feature, um, or also maybe shielding the road with some great landscaping, because that will bounce the sound off um, and set it coming directly to your home. It's interesting. Everybody's different, Angie. You know, our previous home, we still lived several blocks from I-40, but just the way that like we were near I-40 and in, in Highway 55 in Durham, and we were a good, we weren't against the road by any means, but I could just, I don't know, the way the sound funneled, it just always felt like in the backyard, I could constantly hear the traffic on those two roads kind of combining I don't know if they were just like funneled straight toward us and and we just were in this like perfect weird little spot where we could hear it, but just always noise. And I never got used to it in all the years we lived there. It always bothered me in the backyard for some reason listening to it. Like it wasn't terrible by any means. It was just like, I expect this to be because we backed up to the woods and I was like, I expect this to be quiet back here. And it's well, yeah, yeah. If that's what you were expecting, you know, I, I completely get it. You know, there's some people that come from living, you know, in the city of the hustle and the bustle and actually, Mm Actually, they feel like something's not right if they don't hear something. That's true. That's true. So they actually enjoy it, you know, coming from like, you know, New York or Manhattan, you know, like they're used to all of that. So I guess it's just a preference, right? Um, But yeah, if you're trying to make it, um, I guess, a little bit more appealing to everyone, I would say some landscaping project would be amazing, Um, you know, or like I said, some some type of water features and stuff outside, I think will really, you know, cut down on the, the noise that you're hearing. Well, that's a great that's a great idea. And actually, we did end up doing that. We got like one of those little recycling ponds and put it on the deck, and the uh, sound of the water splashing and that kind of thing distracted from you know the road, yeah. the little bit of road noise and that kind of thing. And I'm being exactly. pretty picky. It was still pretty quiet back there, but it wasn't silent, you know, which I guess I shouldn't have expected. Still being in a relatively <laughs> busy area of uh, of Durham, but uh, right, it still it it was it was distracting to me. So like I know I'd never be able to live on like on the street. But yeah, some people, you're right. It won't bother at all. But those are some great tips for how to make it more attractive and uh, hopefully gives you some food for thought there, Amberly. Last question of the week, Angie, takes us uh, to Chelsea. And uh, Chelsea is over in Chapel Hill and says, we want to sell our home later this year. We have a big unfinished basement, but it wouldn't take much to finish it off. Lots of possibilities. Would it be best to finish off that space so we can dramatically increase the square footage in the listing? Or should we leave it as a blank slate so a potential buyer can make it what they want it to be. Yeah, I would say, you know, first of all, we would need to come out to your home um, and give you some guidance there. I can't tell you just over the radio. The reason being is it depends on your neighborhood. You know, what are we seeing in your neighborhood? If you finish it off, will you be over-improving your home as far as the size for your neighborhood? Or with throwing up some drywall and paint and add in some carpet, add a lot of additional square footage that will then just really significantly increase the value of the home. It could go either way. So it really is area specific. And so we would need to see your home in order to tell you that. For the most part, though, I would say, let's not do that project. Let's wait and leave it for the next person, Um, especially something like a large unfinished basement. There's so many different designs and opportunities and layouts that one would want. You know, you might think, well, someone might want a big kind of open 
you know, area, almost like a bonus area, maybe one small bedroom while another person really wants a theater room. So um, I wouldn't, typically I would not suggest finishing off your unfinished basement if you're thinking about immediately selling, okay? You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into The Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.